Well, hello, and welcome to our podcast. Yeah, we're we're excited. We're this is a uh, our very first podcast about conversations with the Creator. Yeah, yeah, we're excited about uh, that, that. We got a new, brand new website, uh, new look to everything. Yes, new podcast, just uh, lots of things going on. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's almost like a not a new branding. Everyone, you know, people are into branding. We've rebranded. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we're brandable. I'm just gonna well, say we might be branded like cows are branded. Oh gosh. <laughs> well, okay. I could probably go very negative there, but I won't. Well, okay. So, okay. so um, let's talk about conversations with our creator and what we're doing with this this idea of the content we're going to talk about on this. Well, yeah, and I guess, too, because this is a new podcast, we should introduce ourselves. Okay. So, I'm Michael French, and this is my wife, Elisa. I'm Elise French, and this is my husband, Michael. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, so, uh, we, uh, we are looking to... Get rolling with this conversation for the create with the create your creator or the creator podcast, uh, just to talk about how we hear from God in general. We in the past we've done things like on dreams, we've done things on prophecy, we did different things, but we I think we really wanted to take an approach, a broad approach to just hearing our Creator, yeah. the God of creation. Uh, my feel, my opinion, and from my Christian worldview, uh, we have a God who wants to talk to us, who wants to spend time with us. And I think a lot of people are intimidated by that or scared of it or don't even know it's possible. Well, I mean, I think we're always, if being human, we're on a journey, you know, we're born into this earth, we we are learning, always learning, and if we're not learning, something's wrong, right? Yeah. So... Um, I'm always wanting to learn. And so hearing from our creator and how he speaks to his creation is important to me. And we just want to share what we know, what God has put in us, what he has deposited in us. And we want to share that with others. Others may know more about hearing from God than what we do. Others may know more about how God converses than what we do. We're sharing what? We know and sharing what from we've our heart experienced. And sharing from our experience. Yeah. And, and I, I have probably more experience hearing God, hearing my creator oh. in. The uh, name? No, no, in <laughs> the realm of dreams. And that's I'm what kidding. we've talked about a lot in the past in yeah. other settings. Um, that's probably where my, my deepest experience mm. is. But it doesn't mean I don't hear him in other ways. Right. And it doesn't mean that dreams are the only way to hear from him. And so. Honestly, dreams for me just happened to be the way that my um, mind, my spirit was opened up to recognize I was hearing. Because you remember, I never thought God spoke to me. Even right. I had pastored a church for probably 10 years mm-hmm. and was still feeling like God never exactly. spoke to me. So Exactly. And that's why, really why we're kind of uh, cracking this nut open. You know, yeah. we're saying, okay. What could this look like? And I think even as we are talking about different ways that God speaks to his people, um, and when I say his people, I mean 
His creation. His creation. Across the board. I, we come from a Christian worldview, right. but that doesn't mean that God doesn't want to speak to the exactly. our creator, doesn't want to speak to people who he wants to speak to people who don't even believe in him. Exactly. So so, yeah. so I'm not limiting it to Christians when I say God wants to speak to his people, his creation is really yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Um but I do identify. I'm a Christian. I'm I'm a born again believer, and so we will be. You know, uh, if this is your first time, it's our first time. It is our first time yeah. on this podcast. Um, we will refer to Scripture many times because that is where our inspiration comes, where our much of our guidance for our walk with our Creator comes from. Yeah. But dreams are important, and I get I've gotten so much. Um, inspiration or um just communication with my creator i believe through dreams yeah and i love that but it is not the only thing it's not the only thing and i think by talking about this broader topic of of how god wants to communicate with us it really leaves us open to have conversations about this whole range of who our creator is mm-hmm. how he interacts because a conversation with a creator is not limited to him speaking or showing me a picture in a dream right. or speaking to me in some sort of prophetic voice. or It's not limited. Sometimes a conversation with a creator is the way he touches me, the way I feel. It might be uh, a, a person who's sick being mm-hmm. healed. That's mm-hmm. a conversation. It's a nonverbal conversation, okay, I think but that's it's a so conversation. Important. I think that's so important because I was – looking up what is the definition of a conversation and it was saying it's a verbal exchange and that's not necessarily true a conversation could be a text message between you and i it's not an or necessary necessarily oral it can be i've actually communicated with you we may not have had like this lengthy conversation but just by looking at you yeah and you looking at me and we we knew what we might be thinking but there is something about you know, God is seems to be something that's ethereal, far away for a lot of people. You can't reach out and touch him or see him. But when there is Michael and interaction that you cannot deny, it's yeah. it's um it touches you in a in a very uh deep place, yeah. you know? And I wanted to share one of those times if I could about my first reality and my reaction and my first experience with having a conversation with God. So well, I, like I think that's a great idea because I think a lot, and I'm, I'm, I don't want you to, to miss that, but right. I, I think a lot of people who are maybe not Christians mm-hmm. or young, new believers to the faith of Christianity have this mindset that you can't talk to God. Yeah that there's no communication there, or that it's very distant and disconnected, mm-hmm. yeah, impersonal. But then I think we have another challenge with people who are maturing, growing as Christians, mm-hmm. who tend to think, well, there's got to be an easier way. Yeah, Communicating and conversation with God is like learning a language. Mm-hmm. It's like if I want to learn to speak Spanish, I have to practice speaking Spanish. Yeah. I can't just say one day, okay, I hope I can speak Spanish tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then suddenly start talking. Yeah. And even if, because I think when people are, are 
sort of beginning to believe God wants to talk to them. They want him to be easy, just talk to me out loud, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, if somebody walks up tomorrow and starts speaking Spanish to me, it don't matter that they're talking out loud. Right. I still don't understand them. Yeah. And so when, when the because I know a little bit about the story you want to share. Yeah. When you look at that, I think it's really important for people to understand we have this preconceived idea of how God's going to speak. Yeah. And he can speak through circumstances. He can speak through touch and feeling. He can speak through uh, metaphors and imagery and pictures like dreams. He can speak through an audible voice and just saying something to us. Right. It's all him speaking to yeah. us. And I think one of the things we, we will want to explore, and it may be uh, our next podcast because it's just coming to me as I'm sitting here, the parameters of what that could look like, what it is and what it is not. Yeah. That could be so important. And knowing who you're hearing. Exactly. Because we have a creator who wants to speak to us, but we also have an adversary who would like to misdirect us and mislead us. And we've probably got dozens of examples of our own and from talking to others. We're misdirection, learning to identify that and recognize that is just as important as hearing the creator's We'll have to write that down. So parameters, what is and what is not. Well, let me me say, before you start, so let me me use this scripture to sort of lay a foundation for why it's not as easy as we might think but it is easier than we think right. to hear our Creator. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a passage of Scripture in the book of John, uh, chapter 12, verse 28 and 30 are the key verses. I'm going to read those two verses okay. uh, just to lay out for things. But I'm going to lay this foundation beforehand. I, I talked about we kind of have a preconceived idea that we want God to speak in a certain way, our Creator. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of people, particularly as they grow in believing He wants to speak, so if he would just talk out loud to me, mm-hmm. I would know him. And so I used the example of, well, but if he's speaking Spanish, yeah. you don't. But then we have the other side of that coin, and that is, if God spoke out loud to you, would would you hear him? Yeah. And there's a passage of Scripture here in John that, that challenges our natural belief that, of course, we would, because you hear me talking right now. Yeah. If God were talking with the same voice I am, right. would, we, would both of us in this room hear him? Right. right now. Yeah. And the answer is no. no. It's not necessarily true. Yeah. The scripture for it is here in John, verse 28, uh, chapter 12, verse 28. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. This is an out loud voice. I have glorified it and will glorify it again. Mm. This was the response of the people, verse 29. The crowd that stood there and heard it, so that implies some didn't hear it, because yeah. it's not just the crowd that stood there. But the crowd that stood there and heard it, some of them said it had thundered. They thought it was a thunderclap. Not all. Not all of them. Some. Some, everybody didn't hear it. But of the ones who did, some of them said it thundered. Others said an angel has spoken to him. So they heard a voice but didn't mm-hmm. know who it was. Right. And Jesus answered, this voice has come for your sake and not for mine. I, what I love about this is it's almost like Jesus knew how we would justify this in our minds. Right. And so he responds to me because here's the deal. Jesus heard everything God said right then, as he always did. Right. Some people didn't hear anything. Some people said it thundered. Some people said it was an angel. And Jesus says, okay, you can't use the excuse that he was talking to me and not to you. Right. Because his voice didn't come for my sake. It came for your sake. Right. You were supposed to hear him. Some of you didn't. Some of you heard it thunder. Some of you heard an angel. Yeah. 
And some of you, we hope, perhaps, heard exactly what he said. Right. That's God speaking out loud. And we think that's supposed to be the easy way. Yeah. So there, there's not just an easy way we hear our Creator. And was that revelation to you the first, when you finally broke through what, what you would call maybe a barrier or maybe the misunderstanding, maybe you've been hearing God a lot longer than what yeah. you, you know, it's kind of like the first time I felt my baby move, you know, when I was pregnant. Yeah. When I finally realized that was moving, I'm like, oh, I think I was feeling that way before. Yeah. But no one had explained it to me that it would feel like this certain way, you know. That's a and, good illustration. And everyone's so. interpretation of what it feels like for a baby to kick. Some people say, oh, it feels like a little butterfly. Well, if you never had a butterfly in your tummy, you, you don't know what that feels like. <laughs> I don't know. No, so. you don't. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, everybody no, has their right. own interpretation. I think I had been hearing God, and ha- I think I had been interacting with God, conversations yes. with my Creator. A long time before I actually realized it was not one-sided. Yeah. When I'm thinking I'm the only one in this conversation, I think my creator was already communicating back to me. And I think sometimes I was responding to that and just didn't know what it was. I think sometimes it was just like, oh, well, I just kind of think or I kind of feel like. Right. Well, that's probably the easiest way to hear from God. Yeah. Just a feeling or a a sense of something. Yeah. But it's also the hardest to identify, to recognize that's what it is. Yes. And the easiest probably, if we're not careful, to be deceived by. Yes. Um, or even Just the, going by my feelings. Right. You know. and, and, and the other side of that is maybe people telling you God doesn't speak today. Just yeah. read, read the scripture. That's where he speaks. Just And I'm not saying God can't speak through his word. I mean, he does definitely speak through his word. But there's definitely an interaction like... It, it, well, I was just going to read this actual definition of what conversation, um, w- what a conversation can be defined as. Uh, Vocabulary.com says a conversation occurs when people talk to each other like a conversation with your friend about school or a professional basketball team or something like that. And it says it's a noun. It comes from the old French word uh, from the from the spelling or meaning of manner of conducting oneself in the world. When you have a conversation with another person or a group of people, you listen closely and respond appropriately so that your conversation is a true exchange of ideas, not just people waiting for their turn to talk. A good conversation makes you feel heard, satisfied, and even more informed. And that's what I love because yeah. that's what happened with me and my conversation with God. So. Yeah. Well, look, um, I think one thing we might say is, um, real quick and then share your story yeah. is that definition says listen to. Mm-hmm. I think it might be better to say pay attention to. Right. In, in the way we're talking yeah. about conversations. Yeah. Because it wasn't an audible voice no. that you heard no. that was the first time. The first time I realized I was having a conversation with my creator other than just a one-way prayer time was not an audible voice. But would you consider prayer a conversation? Absolutely. Prayer I, is a conversation. It is. It can be a one-sided conversation, yeah. and we could talk about that sometime too, Yeah. because it can really easily become a one-sided conversation. I think mine has been for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but t- yeah. T- share your story, because I think okay. it's, it, I love the fact that it's different, it's unique, it is. and it's not about anything deeply spiritual. No, it's not. And that's what I love is, you know, God meets us where we are. It, it's not always about how spiritual are we, 
how pure are we, yeah. how righteous are we. It's <clears throat> really not about that. Um, I was about 12 year, 11 years old. I was, I was 11. And I had just been born again. I had just accepted Christ as my Savior. And I really didn't know a lot. You know, I, I'll be honest with you. My first inclination to become a Christian was I didn't want to burn in hell. And that's what I've been told would yeah. happen. So it's kind of like fire insurance, salvation experience. Yeah, the fire and brimstone. Uh, yeah. The old Jonathan Edwards, sinners in the hands of an angry God yes, kind of concept. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I really didn't have any uh, teaching or training at this point about what was Christianity uh, for the long term, you know, the long haul. I really didn't even understand prayer. I just knew that I could pray to God. And they, you know, where I uh, was going to church, they said, you can pray to God. So this was like within a week of me getting born again, right? So um, now I'm not going to say I, it, I was, it was a strong conversion for me because here's what I said. I, I said, uh, God, if you're really real, my friend just got tickets for she and I to go to a concert. If you're really real, I want to meet them. And what a concert. <laughs> so if you're really real, I want to meet these people because I'm in love with them. Now, see, I didn't understand it. love at that time. You know, I'm mean, here I am, this just entering puberty, 11 years old. Not, You know, I was like, I wanted to fall in love with somebody. So, uh I prayed so hard that night. If you can pray hard, I remember where I was. I was lying in my best friend's floor at her house asleep on a, uh, on a, I wasn't asleep. I was lying there about to go to sleep on like this. You're doing good. You remember what was happening while you were asleep. Yeah. So (laughs) there's this uh, pallet. I'm I'm asleep. I'm trying to go to sleep and I'm just praying and I'm just listening. I'm just, I've had this experience. It was intense for me i I loved god i was excited about my conversion but i wanted something i was like okay i'm gonna ask for something god if you're really real i really want to meet these people if you really are real i want to meet these people and i was thinking there's no way i'm gonna meet them there's no way i'm gonna meet them but if you're really real you hadn't told anybody who they were yet nobody's gonna nobody's (laughs) gonna believe that god would care about you but meeting them people probably won't even know who they are but anyway well some people so i uh I'm so we go to the concert the next week. We didn't have a ride. Yeah, <laughs> we know better. I didn't. We didn't have a ride. So my sister, who is about nine years older than me, so she would have been about twenty-one, said she would take us to this concert, and we went to see. You ready for it? I know who it is. The Bay City Rollers. <laughs> now I want to well, tell just, you, just for the sake of our younger audience. Who were the bass hero? What did they sing? Give them something okay. to work, work one on. Okay, one of their most famous songs, which you may have heard, is S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y, Night. That song. See, I don't know that one either. See, I told you, I'm too young. Okay, well, okay. now everybody's going to want to go look up bass Rollers. Look up the Rollers, yeah. I was so in love with these people. I'm telling you, I was in love with them. I wanted to marry them. And so we, uh, I'm glad I found you. Just saying. <laughs> I was worried for a minute. <laughs> um... Make a long story short, it's not going to be short, but uh, my sister took us to the concert, and I was determined to meet these people. So I told my sister, I said, I want to meet them. She goes, you're not going to meet them. You're not going to meet them. I said, I want to meet them. So after the concert was over, I made my sister stay until they turned the lights on. Now, if you're (laughs) waiting until they turn the lights on, you're hanging out for 20, 30 minutes or however long until everybody exits, whatever. And it was in Columbus, Georgia at the... Little Coliseum there, and 
my sister said, we're leaving. I was heartbroken. I was like, I'm, are they going to come back out on the stage and get all their equipment? She goes, no, somebody else breaks that down for them. They don't do that. Oh, I was heartbroken. We because go, you asked God, could you meet them? Yeah, we go and get her little brown Toyota Corolla, and she's driving around the back, me and my best friend Tammy. We drive around the back of the uh, auditorium, and this man, there's no one in this parking lot but us. And this man comes running out of the building. Hey, 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 stop, 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 stop. And my sister stops and barely cracks her window. She goes, yes. And he goes, hey, could, uh, I know this is weird, but I, I miss my ride. Can you give me a ride to my hotel? My sister said, where's your hotel? He says, just a couple of blocks up the street. And she goes, I don't know you. He goes, I'm the manager for the Bay City Rollers. Yes, I just said that. I mean, in that moment, I was. Li- I said, you're giving him a ride. Yes, we'll give you a ride. My sister's like, shut <laughs> up. We don't even know this guy. I'm like, yes, we're giving you a ride. Donna said, okay, I'll give you a ride. And uh, he gets in. He goes, I'll let you meet him and everything. That was the bargain. You give mm-hmm. me a ride, I'll let you meet him. I was so excited. We pull up to the hotel, and we go up there, and we're on a balcony, like, right outside their hotel room. They, they were like, hey, he's like, hey, y'all left me. And they're like, oh, sorry. And then he was like, these are the people who gave me a ride. And they introduced themselves and talked. But in that moment, they were not performing. They were real people. And, of course, they, were, they had a lot of groupies around them. They were drinking. They were partying. I think they were smoking something they shouldn't have been smoking. Maybe more than that. And either. because of my conversion, I was immediately repulsed by You're disappointed yeah i guess i expected him to be good christian man that i could marry or something you know i don't know what i expected and listen if the bay city rollers list <laughs> if one, no offense, no offense to you but i'm just saying in my where i was in that moment i was just sad i was like well first i thought well they're not gonna fall in love with me they got all these beautiful girls around them but then as we stood around and hung out for a little while I saw they were very interested in my sister. She was a little older, right? You know, and that kind of made me a little bit sad because I was like, okay, they're not interested in me or my best friend who are 11 years old. Thank God. They yeah, I'm actually pretty anyway, pleased Anyway, my that. point is I was blown away after I left, after we left. We didn't stay long, but after we left, I was blown away. Actually, I don't think I realized it till a few years later that God had answered that most intense prayer. And some people will say, well, that's not really a conversation because you asked for something, but he didn't speak to you. Yeah, he spoke to me. Well, that, that's what I was going to say about it. That, that was prayer, which we already talked about being a conversation. We yeah. could talk about that more at another right. time. But God did not speak to you. He didn't give you a feeling he answered the prayer period he did. he did what you asked now is he always going to do that kind of thing no um it's not we don't always get prayers answered the way that one was and sure would, would it have been no conversation at all or god didn't care about you if you didn't meet the bay city rollers no it just so happened that he wanted to show you he was real and that's what a conversation is you had a need you voiced your need And in some means, in this case, it happened to be answering exactly what you asked. He revealed himself as real to you. Well, I kind of said, if you're really, I mean, I actually said, if you're really real, I kind of, please don't do this, but I challenged God. Mm -hmm. And he showed me, I am all powerful and I can make things happen. Now, I will say, 
I agree with you 100%. Just because you ask for something does not mean you will get the answer you want. Well, it's, it's not even necessarily... In that case, God wanted to answer what you asked. He wanted to make known he was real. Yeah. In that particular case, your question and his response match the way you expected him to respond yeah. or the way you wanted him to respond. Right. But would it have been less of a conversation if you had asked him to meet the Bay City Rollers to prove that he was real, mm -hmm. you didn't meet them, and he revealed himself to you by his spirit with a dream showing you he cared about you or he spoke to you audibly or you just right. had this deep sense of love, yeah. or somebody walked up to you and said, hey, I know you wanted to meet the Bay City Rollers, but I felt like God was supposed to tell me that you wouldn't have been pleased with that, and he still loves you. Or, And you can just keep going down the list. Mm -hmm. There are a thousand ways God could have responded mm -hmm. that answered what you truly wanted inside, right, right. but didn't answer it the way you wanted him to answer it. Right. And that's part of conversation. We talk about things... You know, and you don't always respond the way I want you to respond, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean we're not communicating. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that God loves us any less because he says, may say no. Like I said, first I said, if you're really God, you can make this happen. He showed me that could happen. If you're really God, I want to meet them. He let me meet them. But I did have this selfish desire of, can I marry one? <laughs> can I fall in love with one of them? Can, I, can one of them show me attention? That he didn't give me, and that's where, you know, you say, okay, some of it was I will reveal myself to you, but the answer is no, this is not something that's for you. Mm -hmm. And so that's okay, Well, he okay showed too. you something about yourself yeah. in the midst of that conversation as well because he revealed to you that everything you want is not always what you expect it to be, and it's not bad. That's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. It's a process of growth. You realize in that moment, that's not who I want to be connected to. That's not who I want to fall in love with. Yeah, yeah. So he, and I think this is where we miss the idea. This is just the most basic form of conversation with oh, the yeah. creator. Absolutely. We miss the idea that prayer and a response to prayer, both positive or negative, yes or no, mm -hmm. prayer and a response to prayer, both the way we expected God to answer and through a different way, that's part of a conversation. And I, I think we can dive into the details of prayers conversation yeah. at another time. But this is just a very elementary side to hearing him. And when we think about it, uh, those of folks who have been around us in other contexts know I'm big on the dream world and metaphor and that God has a picture language. He spoke to you in a picture language. Yeah. It was a living parable. Yeah. That you walked through. It was. And and for me, in that moment, it solidified, uh, as weird as this may sound, and in my immaturity, it solidified who God was and how powerful he is. Yeah. For me. Yeah. And now some people may go, oh my gosh, how elementary is that? I was 11 years old. I, was, yeah. I, I didn't have anything in my life that could have made it any more like, I mean, it wasn't like I was sick and I needed healing, I, you know. Uh, there was nothing else. It just happened to be that, that platform of where I was in that moment in time. But let's also remember you were 11 years old. Mm -hmm. So you were at a place in your life where you didn't mind asking God for anything. Yeah, exactly. And that's another thing we fail in in our communication, our conversations with our Creator is we don't ask. Well, and I we, think... We, we've, we've gotten too mature. Mm -hmm. 
God wouldn't do this. That's not the way he is. He's too busy for me, so we don't ask. And there's a scripture that says, you have not because you ask not. And when you do ask, you ask amiss. Why? Because you want to spend it on your own pleasures. Mm -hmm. We need to learn that we don't ask for our own benefit. We do need mm -hmm. to stop doing that. You are asking for your own pleasure, for mm -hmm. your own benefit. Absolutely. But God saw a purpose in it, and he responded to you. Um, we don't need to ask. That's maturity. Mm -hmm. We grow into a place we don't ask any longer for God to respond to us and communicate with us just to make us happy, yeah. just to make us feel better. But what we also do, which is not right, is we go into a place we stop asking. Yeah. We stop asking him to communicate. We stop asking him to let us have a dream. We stop asking him to speak to us. We stop asking him, stop asking him to do things for us. Yeah. We Because we know better than to ask certain things that would be selfish, we just quit completely. And there it is. You have not because you ask not. When you do ask, you don't ask for the right motives. Right. Spend it on yourself. That one we need to learn. Yeah. Without misunderstanding the first one, we do still ask. Yeah, and I don't want people to get the impression, oh wow, is this the deepest this, this conversations with our creator is going to go? Lisa met the Bay City Rollers. <laughs> That's pretty deep. It is. I mean, you know, look, I, I could talk <laughs> oh, hours man. about it. Not really, but. Um, that's not what we're. That's not the purpose of the of what we're doing here. It's it's to encourage people to know that there is a Creator who wants to converse with His children on many levels, doing many things at any age, no matter where you are in life. Really. Well, let's just think about this. If you're watching this podcast online or you're listening to it mm -hmm. through one of the podcast services, and you're not of my faith. You're not a Christian. You don't have a what I consider to be a personal relationship with my creator. Let's say you're in that spot. Isn't this conversation we're having the very thing we would want you mm -hmm. to do? Yeah. Ask God to show you he's real. Yeah. I mean, listen, Maybe you get to meet the Bay City Rollers. <laughs> That'd be a real miracle now. <laughs> yeah. I, are they still alive? I think I they are. Know. I think they're from, yeah. I'll okay, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> the, 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 the point being, ask. Ask for him to speak to you. I think that's as much the point of this episode, of this first episode, as uh, of the podcast as anything else is. Yeah. Ask. Expect. Don't expect him to speak the way you thought he would. Yeah. Don't expect him to answer exactly the way you wanted him to. You got that uh, or in your case, immediately. But, or immediately. Don't expect it's going to be easy. You had to overcome the adversity of just mm -hmm. holding on and keep on holding on. Yeah. That he would do he would you know, it wasn't you weren't done. You right. held on. Ask, seek, knock. Mm -hmm. And that in the Greek is mm -hmm. ask and keep on asking. Yeah. Seek and keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking. Mm -hmm going to get an answer. Yeah. You're going to find what you're looking for. And it's going to be opened. Yeah. That's good. So. That's good. All right. Well, I think that's a good stop, as good a stopping point as I any so. for this episode. We're excited about having you for this new podcast, Conversations with the Creator. Uh, the new website, you can still find us through uh, mydreamstories.com, or you can find us through conversationswiththecreator.com. Yeah. We're really excited about the new look of the website. You can still get dreams interpreted there, but you're just going to see a lot more about the broad nature 
of who God is and how we communicate with him and how he wants to communicate with us. We're glad to have you. Do us a favor, like, subscribe, you know, share, do those different clicks that let people know you're listening and that the content's meant something to you. It really is an encouragement to us. Till next time, that's it.